This is season three, episode two. I mean, season three, episode six, (laughs) titled Joy Comes in the Morning. Uh, Today, we will infuse music with spoken word to bring some awareness to what we observe in our communities. So this show, this show (laughs) is sponsored by Urban Financial Literacy. Yes, yes, yes. Urban Financial Literacy specializes in building, protecting, and preserving your wealth. So if you or your family need some life insurance, retirement planning, credit repair, mortgage protection, trust, and estate planning, be sure to check out Urban Financial Literacy and book you a consultation so you can start getting your finances in order. All right. So be sure to also visit my new website all right at jgotsoul.com we got some new stuff going on we are rebranding so we definitely want y'all to tap in with that uh currently we are running our rebranding sale which all of our items from our previous uh collection is now available for 30 dollars. we also have our nova sky dedication collection which is available on our website so you can go ahead and check that out We have some new items that we just added there too. If you're not looking for no clothes, you need a mug, you need a water bottle, you need some, you know, whatever you need, we're trying to get you right, all right? So um, yeah, tap in with that. We also help with budgeting. So, you know, we're talking about financial literacy, Black Money Matters, act like it. So our brand helps you with practical budgeting. We allow you to write down your finances month to month and the the worksheet is free. So y'all want to tap in with that and just really engage with the brand because we are here for you all right um special thank you to those who are listening we would like to ask you all to share this broadcast so we can reach as many people as possible but y'all know how we get started let's have a word of prayer all right dear god thank you for this opportunity thank you for allowing myself and la to get into the studio safely We are grateful for all the opportunities that you afford us, and we just ask that you continue to keep us covered and protected under your name. God, we're just grateful for everything that you do for us, and we just want to magnify your name in everything we do. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you. We ask that you continue to keep us covered. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, y'all. So let's get into it. All right. (laughs) So today we got La Speaks Volumes in the studio. You hear her, right? Yeah. Yeah. So I refer to her as a fire breather. (laughs) Yep. Y'all heard it. A fire breather. So La Speaks is an educator, spoken word artist, and she got some cold bars, y'all. So I'm excited to share this space with her today. So Out of the Box family, help me welcome La Speaks to the studio today. (laughs) What's up, what's up, what's up, (laughs) y'all? Yes. All right, La, so I told you I I want you to open us up with one of your fire-breathing 
poems. So just okay. give us a little some showing okay. what, what we're working with. All right. So um, one of my signature pieces, uh, Pretty Brown Girl, um, it was an anthem that I wrote uh, for myself, um, you know, to affirm myself and, you know, um, just lift myself up when needed, you know, especially uh, body image wise and just like um, just in pursuit of my higher self, you know. Um, so, yeah, here goes Pretty Brown Girl. OK, Pretty Brown Girl, why you frown, girl? Is it that everybody trying to put you down, girl? You don't ever let them take away your crown, girl. You don't want to make this world go round, girl. Pretty brown, girl. I'm down, girl. How that sound, girl? It sounds like a masterpiece to me. Can never go down as blasphemy because God sculpted every part of you with a masterpiece. With a little box attached to might make him say, oh, and he call that the masterpiece. You could never be duplicated. There's only ever going to be one you to do what you do, so don't ever doubt why you were created. Skin glistening, heavily melanated. So beautiful, yet so many try to humiliate it. So many try to coincide your very existence with that of hatred. But baby girl, you better than that. Baby girl, stand tall where you at. And if they try to give you hell, you just go ahead and give it right back. And don't let them tell you something wrong with your curves or your little back fat. Because I'll be the one to tell you, a real one still want to tap that. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> a real one still going to gift wrap that. And when you throw it back, still slap that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Very much so a hot commodity. They paint invisible pictures of you because you walking around looking something like an oddity. Meaning they see you, queen. And I'm going to wear this crown till they get tired of me. Take pride in being the oddest thing. Take pride in who you are like I take pride in me. And tell them you deserve the finest things because you're the finest thing. And tell them you're not enticed by designer things because you're the best designer's thing. Tell them losers cap and niggas knee. Don't give in till you get the ring, but until then, baby girl, press down on your dreams. Know that there's more than video vixens and BET, more than VH1 and MTV. Matter of fact, you know what MTV should mean, that you're more to value, because you're valuable. Don't let these hater shades cloud you. Don't let these reality shows paint you like you a clown bull, acting lost and now all the wrong things done found you in, all the wrong things astound you in. Like Kendrick said, be humble and sit down, bull. Because if God created one beautiful thing that is you, you better believe he can create two. You better believe he can create something even more beautiful than you. He'll check you like a pay stub, wake you up without the makeup, break you down until you're no longer made up, make you look at the woman in the mirror with your face up, make you stay gracious, make you pack light and lose all the baggage that you might have hit the train with. So I ask again, pretty brown girl, why you frown, girl? Is it that everybody trying to put you down, girl? You don't ever let them take away your crown, girl. You don't want to make this world go round, girl. Pretty brown, girl. I'm down, girl. How that sound, girl? Bars. <laughs> That's how that sound. That's bars. Thank you. <laughs> man, man, I couldn't have, I couldn't have opened this any better. Uh, so, La, let's talk about just where you, where you come from, you know, um, where you grew up, that kind of thing. Okay, um, well, um, I come from the district, Crenshaw District. My grandmother, my lovely, loving grandmother, Bernadette Smith, okay? Shout out, shout <laughs> um, out. 
my father's mother, um, who was deceased, um, she raised me and my little brother. Um, so, you know, we got us a, a we moved from Inglewood, you know, right off of Manchester and um, Ramsgate. Uh, we moved from there and we got a house on uh, um, 57th and 4th Avenue. Mm. So, um, yeah, so, you know, that was, that's that's my stumping grounds. I went to View Park Prep <laughs> High School okay. um, right off on the corner of Slauson and Crenshaw. Mm-hmm. You know, um, my grandmother, it was either... Crenshaw or Dorsey, my mm-hmm. grandmother wasn't going for none of it <laughs> right. because her exact words was, you're not about to have me up there because you're fighting mm-hmm. females, you know. Um, and I wasn't really a fighter for real. It yeah. was just more so like she knew uh, I, I kind of had like a, a no tolerance, you know, for BS. So, uh, yeah. And, and yeah, that was like, <laughs> that was her way of, um, you know, trying to just pave a different route for me mm-hmm. so going to view park like it did do a lot for me though it uh really um put my my eyes on what i wanted to do for my future mm-hmm. uh before that time i went to Foshe middle school okay so um <laughs> before that time uh i wasn't i didn't know about college and things like that so um going to view park prep which was a college preparatory um they um put in front of me you know options Mm -hmm. and from there um i was able to get a full ride scholarship to ucla um and i did all four years there you know got my bachelor's in political science Mm because i really uh, was devoted to becoming a lawyer mm. um, and and I wanted to get into children's law um, because I wanted to you know help underprivileged children and um, who I felt you know had had a similar like life that mm. I did mm-hmm. um, you know being that I was you know fatherless yeah. because my father was um, killed at a young age um, being that I was fatherless and, you know, my mother um, being a teen mom going through just growing up, you know what I'm saying? It uh, it, it, it made um, life challenging, yeah. to say the least. So um, I wanted to help those in my community. I wanted to help, um, you know, children um, who I felt had just a similar struggle, like I said. So my focus was to get into law school. Um, up until you know I left college when I I graduated from UCLA in 2012 so when I left college um life happened Mm. and it happened for real for real Mm. (laughs) so you know it kind of changed my direction but um I I honestly um am grateful for where I'm at you know I might not be a lawyer um but I definitely did my due diligence when it came to educating myself, and I'm still proud of the journey. Um, and nonetheless, I'm still in my community helping children as um, a middle school teacher right now. So, yeah, that's that's like you know, yeah, life does that though, you yeah. know. And I could definitely relate to your story as far as like like living in the Crenshaw district but not going to the schools in the Crenshaw district mm-hmm. because of the same reasons you mm-hmm. know um I'm I got bust out to like the valley you know, oh, okay, you know okay. a lot of us was getting bust out and then um when I 
when I was going to high school, my mom was like, that's too far, because she had to come to the school every week because I was getting in trouble. Mm. And so <laughs> she was like, I'm not putting you at Crenshaw because the same thing will happen, and I'm going to be at Crenshaw every week. So right. then she put me in Gardena. Mm. So far enough, but, you know, not too close. And then it was a college prep, so it kind of got me on the right path in terms of sports. So, mm. yeah, I definitely relate to that. But, um tell the people who is La Speaks like when you decided on this name <laughs> who is La Speaks that's so funny um because just an insider I didn't like grow into La Speaks until like a few years ago mm. um it just started off as a Instagram screen name okay, like okay. uh and it was because as a little girl um, I love to write. Like, I love to write. Um, I was in, you know, writing competitions. I, I've done poetry since elementary school. Mm-hmm. Um, but I never saw myself um, performing, though. Okay. It was just more so of an outlet. Mm-hmm. So it really, like, it was, uh, <laughs> a, like I said, an Instagram name that people just got acclimated to calling me mm. and then it spoke to the uniqueness of my voice okay so people you know um yeah they made the the people you know that I was speaking to when I did start performing in uh 2012 mm-hmm. those people um made me like take on the name proudly like mm. they made me own it so um you know, and with that, with taking on like Lost Speaks Volumes, I feel like I had to, um, I had to, the woman that I speak of, like the poems that I have is really like an ode to the woman that I want to be. Mm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when I realized the impact that these poems have, have and had on people you know from their responses and stuff like that when i realized that impact i realized that i really had to step into this this woman Mm -hmm. like the volumes that i speak talk you know um speak of Mm -hmm. like i really have to be that not just not just on stage but in my real life you know and it lost speaks volumes is who made me accountable for the what I put out like in the world whether you know it's it's being a sister whether it's being a teacher whether it's being an artist like Lost Speaks Volumes like you know represents accountability Mm. for me accountability Mm -hmm. for my platform and then also just taking accountability for what um the messages that I put out so uh yeah that's 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 who Lost Speaks Volumes it kind of feels like you you created the name and then you became the name yes you know it's like because you said like people made you stand you they kind of made you live up to the name Mm -hmm. but you created the name maybe not knowingly yeah but it's like okay this is this is a part of who i am but then now i'm stepping into because la does speak volumes (laughs) it's real it's not just the name like it's a reality so it's kind of like a a birthing Mm-hmm. Of, you know who this who this uh, fire breathing poet is. <laughs> you know, um, so let's talk about joy comes in the morning. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about this project. What inspired it? Because next we're gonna listen to the actual song from your okay. project. Uh, but yeah, tell us what inspired this project. 
Whew, okay. Um, I'm just so glad I'm at a place now to be able to really articulate it. So, mm-hmm. um, what inspired Joy Comes in the Morning was the fact that I was definitely in a season of mourning. Um, and it was hard to, it was hard to, um, appreciate the the small things like getting up (laughs) like you know like having a job um and having having love and family you know and support like it was hard to appreciate those things because I was so like in the thick of my mourning um because my little cousin Demarier um rest in peace he had committed suicide Mm. He had committed suicide and he did it publicly. Mm. Um, And it was um, something that really, um, really, really, uh, you know, put a mirror to my family Mm. um, and the issues that we have that we honestly have to face, you know, and it also like made me step up in a way because I am on my mother's side, I am the oldest grandchild. Mm. Um, and my little cousins, you know, I I play, you know, a, a, a very, like they hold me to such high regard. And Demarie was one of those mm-hmm. um, cousins, you know, and um, yeah, so when having to face like his suicide, it really, really, like put me in a bad space you know and I was I had survivor's guilt which is you know a track on there which opens up the album um yeah it's I had survivor's guilt you know and I I felt like I could have done so much more um but then like getting therapy and um getting like I was practicing the guitar at the time mm-hmm. and I uh, got lessons uh was getting lessons from Mikey mm-hmm. and um like this I started to like appreciate like just the smallest of things like wherever I could find joy you know what I mean um and that is what I wanted to highlight in the album that it, you can be in mourning and still have joy simultaneously mm-hmm. because I really felt like how could I be happy and my cousin not here. He He's not here to experience this happiness and I almost felt like it was selfish for me to move on, yeah. you know? And, um, and then, you know, I just had realizations like this is something I'm just because I can find happiness in these moments doesn't mean like I'm mourning or does, doesn't mean that I'm not mourning or I'm, or I've forgotten about him or I've forgotten why I have to, you know, like keep going. But, but that's also a joy factor, understanding that I have a reason to keep going. And, um, DeMaria is one of those, those reasons, you know, um, what has happened to my family like it just it can't be in vain and um there's still lessons in pain you know and and being in in those lessons and being awakened from that um is what you know birth joy comes in the morning and it was honestly by accident it was just supposed to be a poetry show Mm -hmm. 
but because I was dealing with musically inclined people mm. like Mikey and my homie uh, Skrillafornia, like they put me in a position to say, hey, this can be, this was bigger than what I even envisioned, you know, and they made my vision so tangible that I just leaned right into it. And, and in that, I felt like creating this project was really what helped me understand what joy in the morning means, mm. you know, so okay. yeah. All right, y'all. So y'all heard it here first. We are going to take a first break, and we're going to listen to Joy <laughs> Comes in the Morning. So we'll be right back. Stay tuned. Wait the fuck up! Wait the fuck up this morning!
Thoughts Podcast, Season 3, Episode 6. Today we are in studio with La Speaks Volumes. All right, so La, I want to talk about um, how I remember, you know, just kind of learning about you. Because I, I talk about how we met, but we re- literally just met. Like, right, a right, 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 right. <laughs> so um, one thing that I know is Mikey, Mikey is always going to link people that she feels that are dope mm-hmm. and that, you know, just they can benefit from the relationship. And so she'd been telling me about you um and she you know she was telling me you guys were working on this project and this Mm -hmm. was the same time that I was going through my morning you know with my niece Mm. and so she had invited me out to your show and I was like all right and I'm usually at every show she invited me to because I'm like it's gonna be dope right 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 so I was like I want to come but you know honestly I can't you know I'm not in a space that I'm able to you know be there and not just it's like one of those things where I can't feel happy for the moment because mm-hmm. I'm just still stuck in the space of right. morning. So I was like, I, I got to miss this one. But, um, you know, I see you pop up on my social media because I started following you and just all the stuff that you're doing. I'm like, yo, she's dope. And then we were talking about the Be Well Wellness event. Mm-hmm. You were like, who do we need to get on the line of? Mm-hmm. I was like. You know, we were just talking. Like, I think I should be on there. I was like, absolutely. Right? What are we talking about? Yes. Put her on the show. So um, you came to the show. And then after, a couple of days after, then we finally met at mm-hmm. the uh, Virgil. Yes. Yeah, yes. that was the final, you know, meeting. But that's how I remember just kind of like coming in contact with you. Um, do you have any pri- prior memory of us like running into each other because like i said i don't think we really like met bro. yeah no like i it, it's just so funny like i said earlier like we been in the same proximity what's funny you say you went to gardena high i taught at gardena high i went to sarah high in gardena oh sarah yeah yeah yeah. In gardena. yeah 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 <laughs> no it's all good so, yeah 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 you know what I'm <laughs> but i'm like it's it's super dope you know mm-hmm. to um like just not like i said mikey mm-hmm. she is really good at bringing people together who are in alignment right and i feel like you know whether it's the space that we're in whether it's us coming from like having similar background and stuff like that mm-hmm. um she's really good for that i i i really think the first time that we made the solid connection was at the virgil Mm. i do remember you from you know passing passing in the uh at the be well Mm. um you know show so i was um and i and i was very determined to connect Mm. like because i felt like sometimes when i'm performing like i get into a mode Mm. where it's like I'm here to do the task, you know, and trying to be purposeful in that. And then, like, you know, my interactions can be cut short Mm -hmm. a little bit because I'm being pulled in, like, different directions. So I always want to be personable. And that's why when I saw you at the Virgil, I was like, I wanted to, you know, really, like, just at least, like, acknowledge, like, I know that your presence is here and, Mm -hmm. you know, I've seen you yeah got you okay so let's talk about like how were you introduced into spoken word (laughs) uh how was i introduced like i said um i have been writing since elementary Mm -hmm. um and 
when I found out I was any good, my elementary teacher, my second grade teacher, actually put me in a national like competition mm. um, where I got like fourth place okay. and they published my writing into like a book. Mm-hmm. So from there, you know, I never stopped writing because like I said, it was like I was a very like introverted child and I and I'm very much an introverted mm-hmm. like adult. Mm-hmm. Um I be having like social anxiety sometimes <laughs> too. I'm with you. <laughs> and then sometimes like when I get really emotional um, I don't know how to articulate myself well when it comes to speaking, mm-hmm. like in the moment. Mm-hmm. So I have to write things down for it, for it to be clear to me, mm-hmm. for it to be some type of clarity. So that and that is something that I just picked up through childhood because I that's how I was. Mm-hmm. You know, there were a lot of things going on. You know, my father not being around. My mom, you know, also serving time in the feds, mm. like it, trauma. It, yeah, it was mm-hmm. just a lot of trauma that I didn't know how to express other than writing it out. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, getting older, like I was in college and my best friend, um, Mariana, um, known as MJ, she uh, um, she stumbled upon a notebook that I had in my writing. And her and my other uh, best friends, they, it was my birthday. They took me to my very first open mic and they put me on the open mic list. Mm. And And you didn't know? Had no idea. (laughs) I was, when I say dumping bricks, I was like, what? (laughs) You know? And it was like, it's your birthday, girl. You know? And I'm like, yeah (laughs) you know um so from there um there was this show um hosted by um this artist fat dom and gotti west gotti west rp um in lamar park and the show was called empowerment project Mm -hmm. and um i would go there like every friday um and i was just you know practicing like pieces there and that's where um you know I really got my start and I really like followed this um poet named Antoine Heard um who's a really great friend of mine still um but I loved his delivery Mm -hmm. I loved like his messages and just his confidence and at the time I didn't have that I didn't have like the confidence I wasn't even comfortable with my voice because I was like why does my voice sound like this like I sound kind of um aggressive Mm. you know Mm -hmm. and I wasn't comfortable with it um and I didn't know how to switch my cadences like that but you know with the more that I performed and like I said the more people may be on my name of law speaks volumes Mm -hmm. like I became confident in the package that that is law speaks volume so um yeah my I this this I stumbled upon speaking and spoken word like honestly by purposefully mm-hmm. you know but by accident mm-hmm. <laughs> purposely it, yeah, that's, the, <laughs> you know? okay. that's a so, whole bar yeah, right there like, <laughs> um so yeah it it, it was it, it it was a um a beautiful experience like getting here mm-hmm. but um you know starting from a little girl who would never who would never have the the girth to mm-hmm. be in front of people like I do now mm-hmm. um she would be proud of me very very 
yeah. you know because yeah um yeah that's 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 really that's my story right I there love that. i love that okay so this next song tell us about t-u-t-v oh <laughs> um t-u-t-v turn up the volumes mm-hmm. um you know it is about like understanding that everybody isn't going to agree mm. You know, it's about having unpopular opinion um, and understanding that, like, just because, like, everybody doesn't see it how you see it doesn't mean, like, your perspective is invaluable, you know, or doesn't mean that you should hold back, you know what I mean? Because, um, yeah, you sometimes you have to be the one who addresses the elephant in the room. So, yeah, turn up the volumes is, like, me that that was a owning of my voice too like mm-hmm. after like during morning i got quiet mm-hmm. i got very very quiet in it and those insecurities came about again okay. so um turn up the volumes was me saying like hey y'all gonna hear me mm-hmm. whether you like it or not i like so, that yeah. all right well rashid turn up the volume on tutv there's a calling in my name but the volume isn't loud enough Turn it up. You want facts, I speak that. Turn the volumes up. Turn it up. Impact, we need that. It isn't loud enough. Turn it up. It's a voice that get back. Turn the volumes up. Turn it up. So, let me get this off. Something is on my spirit to tell you all. Expecting y'all might take this wrong, but I've been right. Yeah, I said it. I've been right. Not all the time, but most of the time. Leaving a margin for error. A teacher in my light requires that I be a student most of my life. A fool only denies there's more to learn. A trait from the wise. Know the time to hold silent and know the time to speak your mind. There's a difference between when some of you speak them from I. Some of you speak to prove you're right. I speak to save lives. Some of you speak to manipulate. I actually speak to shape minds. You speak popular opinion when I know pop opinion and God's will for me rarely align. We are not the same. But know there's purpose in a voice like mine. It's morality I choose to be on the right side of all of the time. The truth shall set you free indeed. You know, I talked to my grandmother a few weeks ago. I I told my grandmother that I would stop answering calls so that I may prevent the offenses that the people I love choose to speak on me. They want me to turn down me when I speak. Place emphasis on what they need when I speak. She laughed and said, you don't have to stop answering at all. She said, I'm telling you what God love. Once you start speaking how God does, the truth gonna screen them calls. They say they love my voice, how much they can relate. They love what I stand for, how it tends to liberate. Yet we all love the truth, right? So they say, 
As long as it has nothing to do with you, it's been that way. So let's get into it. (laughs) Yeah, we can get into it. We could talk about how we can post couple goals all day, but won't talk about how social media has our preferences a double tap away, you know. You now have access to those who will pass you by on a regular day, but now walking out on our commitments are easier than putting in the work it takes. Okay. (laughs) I could talk about this constant debate between black men and women about roles, but I thought the point was to build up our babies to sustain two parent homes because a union will always be doing it alone. I mean... If the goal is generational wealth, how the fuck are we debating about who picks up the tab in establishments we don't even own? I mean, what the fuck are we talking about? What do opinions matter in things like that? A setup to keep us stuck and set us back. There's no room for that. No excuse for that. Instead of operating in abundance, we soak and lack. I mean, we excuse our dealings because we've been born in these trenches. Damn self-pity. Done cause for a lot of bitching and it ain't all from women. Just like self-pity done cause for a lot of killings. White men scout free, but a lot of black men in prison. And if I'm going to talk about anything, if I'm going to talk about anything, yeah, there is a message that I want to relay. I want to say, black men, some of y'all deserve an honorable mention. Some of you do try. Black men. I want to make this clear. I don't know why you've allowed yourself to believe the lie. I mean, black women love you for more than what you can provide. we rather hold a space for you to cry than hold graves for you to die. Nobody, nobody requires you to make a way and hold the weight on your own. If you ask us what we choose, it's for you to make it home. Look, I don't know about them others y'all tend to choose. But with black women, you have nothing to prove. And if it's one thing a black woman going to do, it's ride for you. And I'm telling you, I don't really always have that much to say. There's there is there are some things I I, I just don't speak on that. I don't care to entertain. I get it. When I when I speak it's to save the little boys and girls in the hood. When some of you speak, it's just to be seen because that makes you feel good. We are not the same. I believe that my mouth accounts for the world that I create. I'm not gonna speak out on my losses too much. When I'm trying to speak life into everything I still have to gain. It's baffling to see we want different results but call accountability by the wrong name. There's a calling in my name, but the volumes isn't loud enough. You are tuned in to the Out of the Box Podcast Season 3, Episode 6, with La Speaks Volumes. Alright, so um, La, let's let's talk about the mission, the mission behind your uh, poetry. Like, you said it a little bit in this song, like you want to speak to the little girls and little boys, but... Elaborate on that a little bit. So my mission, most of all, um, through poetry is for people to, is to tell the stories that people don't have the words to tell themselves, you know, and um, it, it 
it's it's about liberation it's about um understanding that you know having a voice um having a voice and owning that voice uh not just it's big the voice is bigger than me you know it's it's all the voice is also a safe haven and it's also a place for my community to land you know so when others can't find the words like it my my poetry is meant to um be that for them you know and it's like I said it's my way of taking ownership of just my life and and uplifting causes me to have a level of transparency and vulnerability that I, I wouldn't, I probably wouldn't have, you know what I mean? But I do understand that um, um, my vulnerability and transparency helps others mm. um, speak their own truths, you know? Yeah. So that's what my poetry and my messages really are about. It's about like truth mm-hmm. and understanding that everybody has their own like version of what that is mm-hmm. truly okay yeah i love that okay what kind of adversity have you had to face as you're growing into this artist that you you become um my <laughs> adversity growing into the artist that i've become um for one it's been hard for me to sustain um, real healthy and balanced relationships with men. Mm. Um, that has been a true adversity because the the woman that they see on stage um, is attractive for many reasons, right? But um, that and and ha- and they love her because of the voice and and all of that but when it comes to a personal space i feel like um that voice they try to trample that voice like you know i've been or or trying to tame it um in a lot of ways where it's like who you are on stage you can't be at home if you expect to have um a a relationship or a man to really want you or to stick with you um and it in those spaces um I felt like in order for a man to be satisfied with having a woman who stands for something and really owns that and is willing to speak her mind like I in order to like thrive in those relationships I had to lose my voice in a sense so um I had to understand like I didn't I didn't want to be with anybody who was just fascinated by La Speaks volumes mm-hmm. like you they're they're the La Cheney, that's my real name La Cheney created La Speaks volumes mm-hmm. uh, um, as someone who she didn't have the the ability to be in her own space and and when I actually understood the power that I have to create that same, that create that, um, that same like strength that La Speaks Volumes has and upholds and on, and in the spaces that, you know, 
I'm using um, for my voice, I have that capability to um, be that woman, mm -hmm. like in my own life. So, um, so yeah, it made it, it made it uh, really that that's one of the biggest adversities, like being able to tell um, how uh, real these relationships were and if they were just like a fascination um, or it was really someone really trying to know me for me because Law Speaks Volumes comes from like my my pain you know and 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 really like I have to deal with uh, I have to be around people who understand that and aren't trying to you know dim or um shrink my voice or shrink my power in any type of way you know and it also takes a, a certain level of confidence within self to deal with people who understand their own power right. you know what I mean right. um and also just like adversities that come about another one is just um music uh, people want me to uh, really like tap into a space of like being a rapper and a lot of the times like I don't I don't uh, take that on you know um, because they I feel like labeling me and my gift as you know putting it into the box of rapping um, takes away from like the takes away from the the impact for me yeah. because of the fact that I know like rap girls the ones who are like really thriving they they kind of fall in line with a particular like image mm -hmm. you know particular mm -hmm. like messages and stuff like that so a lot of the times it also causes me to get overlooked yeah. by people and and I understand that it's not about the fact that it's, it's not about talent. It's not about my talent. It's right. about more so what they feel will appease the mass or what if they feel falls in line with what is trending. And a lot of the times, like, I get overlooked because I'm not necessarily, um, like, I'm not going with popular opinion. Yeah. I'm not talking about, I'm not talking about, like, you know, I'm not one of them females who will be like, you know, yeah, I could take your nigga. I could do it. You know, I'm not doing stuff like that. Yeah. So it my appeal um, when it comes to a certain level of success, like it, it kind of gets watered down because of the fact that I'm not going to be out here on my city girl, yeah. you know, yeah. which is nothing wrong with that. Cause Hey, city girls are popping mm -hmm. like, you know, but it's just, that's not the bag that I'm in. Yeah. So a lot of the times, like, I feel like I have to lose my authenticity to thrive in other spaces where I'm not willing to do that. And mm -hmm. I'm not willing to risk like my message, you know, yeah. Um, and also just adversity comes along with me being a teacher, mm. <laughs> me being a teacher. Like at one point it was just like, Hey, I'm gonna be who I am. They're going to take me as I am. But I had to think about the fact that like me being responsible for young minds, like when they look up their teacher or when they find out what I do outside of being in the classroom with yeah. them, like what is that gonna, what does that, what is it going to represent for yeah. them? Yeah. So a lot of the times there's just certain things that I won't do because 
I'm not going to risk one of my students looking me up and being like and feeling like I live like a, a whole contrasting like lifestyle right you know what I'm saying yeah. where it's like that's not the teacher who be in front of me and yeah. it's like I in order for me to show up authentically in all these spaces like and for me to be proud of what I'm doing mm-hmm. um you know it 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 requires like discernment yeah and a lot of the times like I said like this causes people to like overlook me and it's like I'm just not willing to sacrifice my message and what I stand for for popularity yeah so yeah that's why that's why I created out of the box podcast because I love artists that have an authentic message and I want to be able to share that with Mm -hmm. more people you know and I'm like this is like the message that you bring is it's in alignment with my message mm-hmm, you know mm-hmm. and um it's interesting because anthony gray as well as daisy all say similar things as far as like how they they get overlooked or the industry don't know how to market that type of music because it's, right, so, right. it's so real it's so it, conscious, exactly you know what I'm so and conscious is not what's making money right, right now you know what i'm saying and it's like yeah like i just i just don't feel like it's worth and in the long run i do look for like longevity Mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying and i understand there is a science to all of this Mm -hmm. there is a blueprint like before um kendrick lamar became mr morale Mm -hmm. like he was definitely good kid mass city and and Mm -hmm. it was like there is a sense of in order for people to really find value in your voice and listen to what you uh listen to you at all like you have to appeal to them you know and you and in a sense speak their language so but I feel like I have that Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying because ain't nothing like just like uppity and just so like I don't or like bougie about me just because I teach or just you know like um but there is there's a there's definitely a rawness that that I still keep you know what I mean and I feel like even in that like with my with my students I don't pretend like I don't have like the code switching voice like Mm. I don't put on the teacher voice or you know turn into Becky Mm -hmm. like when I walk into walk into the classroom and walk into the school I'm very much so La Shanae I'm very much so La Speaks Volumes and when I was when I was confident about that, that's where I'm like, great. Like, you know, this is who who I can be. I am this in all rooms, yeah. you know, yeah, so. Not, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right, y'all. So we're going to listen to Blessed mm-hmm. uh, and we will be right back. So y'all stay tuned. <laughs> Turn me up. Yeah. Look. It's Mikey. Like a full court press off the whole 
grateful when I'm sad When I remember that I'm blessed I got a whole lot of pain I'm trying to get up off my chest Life can make me anxious I pray God relieve my stress Life is too short So I'm trying to make a killing yeah. Cause it's kids and young adults That's out here trying to kill themselves So I gotta get up Even when I am not feeling well I gotta bring hope Even when I don't believe in myself I'm finna snap to nothing's left Look, I'm just trying to make shit That I add value to niggas I've been going through infinite crystal on these niggas Pain, pressure, poise Finna pull up on these niggas Ain't playing with you boys Grown women on these niggas, huh? And your feelings, huh? Yeah, me too, I'm trying to get out like that movie, though I'm trying to dance like David through this depression, no? Steady stressing wild, gotta be steady blessing, ain't no question, no Steady stressing wild, gotta be steady blessing, ain't no question, no uh. Steady stressing wild, gotta be steady blessing, ain't no question, no I'm feeling it, though I just wanna make shit that inspire my niggas Though I'm going through shit, I can fly with these niggas Steady shining like the set fire, the niggas I'm righteous, too divine, I'm too fine to waste time, waste mine on niggas Yeah, leaving all that trauma in the past I'm only pushing peace, give me that, I'm getting gas Misused by energy, promise that'll be your last Nothing promised today Won't catch me keeping company, lacking in faith Keeping my sanity straight and when the devil tried Put the enemy back in this place Anointing on my body with a prayer Tucked in the safe, take that to the bank But please keep your deposit, it's lacking in change Can't mess with nobody that's stuck in their way Same finna stress me wild, got me steady Blessing ain't no question, no Yeah, ain't finna stress me wild Got me steady, blessing ain't no question, no Yeah, <laughs> ain't finna stress me wild Got me steady, blessing ain't no question, no Yeah, huh you are tuned in to the out of the box podcast season three episode six we are in studio with last speaks y'all so man we had a beautiful beautiful conversation today um i i just want to ask you like where can they find your your project well, it is on all platforms, all platforms, iTunes, Spotify, whatever you got um, is there. Joy comes in the morning. Um, and of course, if you follow me at Lost Speaks Volumes on Instagram, um, I have the link in my bio that will take you straight to um, the project. Yeah, so y'all make sure y'all tap in with this project. Joy comes in the morning. It's real. It's raw. It is authentic and vulnerable. So yes, y'all yes. definitely want to tap in with that. Um, so I just want to ask one last question. Mm-hmm. What is the most important lesson that you've learned as an artist or as a poet? What's the most uh, important lesson? That... The most important lesson that I've learned is the fact that rest is necessary. Mm. <laughs> okay. Um, I always put myself on this very like time like this time constraint mm. and then I'll be disappointed when I don't like do things in the time that I feel is the right time you know what I mean but so I'm rushing through stuff or I'm not getting rest and the quality um becomes like isn't what I want Mm -hmm. you know what I mean but had I rested had I taken my time um I could have gotten it right the first time so I wouldn't have to you know go go back in and and um 
correct mm-hmm. what I rushed through. You know what I mean? So resting and, and giving myself grace um, is the lesson that I've learned in my artistry. Dope, dope. All right, y'all. So you heard it here today. Joy comes in the morning. Y'all definitely want to check out this project. Um, <laughs> just please just go in and look her up. Follow her on Instagram at Lost Speaks Volumes. Yes, spelled sir. just like that. Yes, sir. All right, y'all. So we're going to wrap up the show. Uh, you guys are tuned in to the Out of the Box podcast. You can get our podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. So that's Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Audible, Stitcher, Spotify, Pandora. Make sure you subscribe for updates and new episodes. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. All you have to do is search J-A-I-G-O-T-S-O-U-L. This has been Out of the Box Podcast, Season 3, Episode 6. Thank you to those who have tuned in live. We enjoyed ourselves, and we hope you did too. Um, Make sure you check out Urban Financial Literacy if you need any financial literacy guidance. Also, check out Mm jguysoul.com. We have rebranded our website, so make sure you check it out. Leave us some comments. uh, Subscribe, donate, do all of that good stuff. Check us out. Um, Also, uh, we will be back in studio on... June 17th. You never know who we're going to have in the studio next. So y'all make sure y'all want to tune in. We are out. Peace. Peace. up in the sky, keep your glasses high, can't nobody kill the vibe, cause we're celebrating right now, people say they know me, but they barely know the story, cause nobody did it for me, that's why I'm celebrating right now, celebrating right now, that's why I'm celebrating right now. Celebrating right now You should have seen the dreams that I had I knew I wouldn't make it out Couldn't figure out just how before All the big mistakes were my bad But I'm making up for all that now Don't look back, let's keep on moving forward Hands up in the sky, keep your glasses high. Ain't nobody kill the vibe, cause we're celebrating right now. People say they know me, but they barely know the story. Cause nobody did it for me, that's why we celebrate right now. It's a lot of different ways the story could have been. Celebrate right now. It's a lot of different ways the story could have been. That's why we celebrate right now. It's a lot of different ways the story could have been. Celebrate right now. It's a lot of different ways the story could have been. Celebrate right now. Too turnt, we popping bottles behind the bar. Top shelf for me and mine or nothing at all. My glass, keep filling up my glass. I'm turning my picky up so you know that I'm high class. Looking me up and down like she's holding a spy glass. She probably kicking me out if she knew about my past. Freaky without a doubt from the way that she walked past. I know she want me to have it. The question is how fast? It's not about the story, it's the way it is. It's not about the story, it's the way it is.
why I'm celebrating life Cause I'm trying to get it right And the way I used to dream about it being is the way I live I remember playing my car when I was six Now I drive, I hear my car from little 